In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is gonna, I don't know, roll your ass! That is right, listen to Warhorse, it is Raw and Order Wrestling Booking time. I am your host, Detective Mark Sparks, and I am joined, as always, by at least one of my partners in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe, currently in audio only. Yeah, well, mostly because I'm stuffing my face full of Cheetos puffs. Um, they're not as good as that cheese balls. I said it out loud. That's crazy that I said that out loud. I personally have always been a crunchy Cheetos guy. I would prefer crunchy Cheetos, but I had puffs in my house, so. But apparently, JLB is I don't know, like sleeping or something. So who gives a shit? Yeah, who gives a shit? You need to listen. But I, I, I wish I could be sleeping. We were talking before the show about my weekend, and I'm fucking tired. But. But here we are. I thought he probably went out to karaoke the other night mm-hmm. and had a you know had a long night doing karaoke. Mm-hmm. I slept on a couch at my parents' house because they're both passed, and we are cleaning it out and getting it ready to sail list this week. And you went to Kansas City and bought a bed frame mm-hmm. and saw the sights and sounds of Kansas City. Well, and uh, we both drove. Probably more than 10 hours this weekend, maybe 12, close to 12 mm-hmm. in two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of us slept crappy because you slept on a couch. And, and you slept on a hideaway. I had to <laughs> on a pullout bed because my daughter stole my spot in the bed. Things we do. In a king size, you don't think you could have just like nudged her and been like, hey. She was starfishing all over. Like I could have curled up on the bottom corner. Um, I guess, but to get under that's the impressive that she can take up that kind of space. She is she. Well, the second night I was able to keep my spot the whole night, but I got kicked in the face multiple times. In the face. In the face. That's she, impressive. She, she went flipped. horizontal. Yeah. And so at one point, her feet were kicking me, and her head was against my wife, and at the other point. It was opposite, and her head's right here. Dad, give me leverage so I can take out Mom. And kick, kick, kick. Yeah. I think she thought if she killed us, she could stay in the hotel forever. Because she really didn't <laughs> like that hotel. <clears throat> I hate to break it to you, babe. Doesn't work that way. She was an assassin. Yeah. She called it the big house. I want to stay in our big home. So, so... Her, Michigan, and inmates all have different opinions of the big house. Yeah. She was also really, really distraught when we returned the rental car. Uh, And I kind of saw that one coming. 
And so I tried to set her up by talking, yo, listen, we're going to be using a car, but it's not our car. We're just borrowing it for a few days. It'll be going back in a few days. But when we returned it, she was like, I want to keep the new car. I was like, you and me both. The car was nice. But a rental car rents at a car payment. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. It rents I mean, at, at a car payment per week for what you pay a month to mm-hmm. buy it. Yeah. Um, and no, I mean, it was really nice. It was a Nissan Murano. Hashtag um, still not sponsored. Hashtag still not sponsored. But if, Nissan, if you want to you wanna shoot one of those our way, I'll, I'll talk all sorts of great about you. I mean, I'm still going to talk all sorts, but, you know. I had lane keep and forward collision warning and adaptive cruise control. So you just set the cruise and let it drive you all the way to Kansas City? Pretty much, Take yeah. <clears throat> I just kind of had to keep my hands in the vicinity of the wheel most of the time. Occasionally touch it, yep. Mm-hmm. But it was it was super nice. So anyways. Cool. So I'm tired. Uh, four-year-old slept the entire way back, and I stared in the rearview mirror jealously the entire way. Did, was Kansas City hosted any basketball games? Because that would have sucked to get down there and not realize that that was going on. Um, I don't know. There was something going on because... Uh, so, so when planning the trip down there, we were just planning a couple days, but at one point I thought, you know what would be really nice for my daughter? Let's check out Great Wolf Lodge. <clears throat> <laughs> Let's just see. How much was this? Wolf. Was this a year and a half ago, or or was this? Uh... No, it was not a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. There were rooms available. Was there, there really? Rooms. Yeah. Um, well, then it ain't NASCAR because NASCAR on Great Great Wolf on NASCAR weekend. Yeah, it's now, right by the track, and so now I must well. be out of it. I had never heard of Great Wolf Lodge until three years ago when I moved to Omaha and started seeing ads. Never heard of it before. Yep. You got Nebraska mm-hmm. Furniture Mart. You got Great Wolf. You got. The track, and then there's one other big thing over there. Yeah, but uh, so I checked Their Great Wolf Lodge. Omaha's looks small. Yeah, um, but I checked Great Wolf Lodge. Do you know how much the cheapest room at Great Wolf Lodge would have cost me per night? Three fifty. Nope. Low. That was low. Yes. Five five fifty. Nope. Seven ninety five. Nope. More. More. The cheaper rooms, all the cheaper rooms were booked, so you must have to be in one of this, the theme rooms. Uh, this, this was twelve hundred dollars a night. Uh, a thousand. That was a thousand a night. No, this was a standard room. This was not a theme room or anything. Nope, it was one of their standard room rooms. I, I, I don't mean to be the guy who makes a dirty remark, but I'm gonna. That's gonna have to come down with. Um, Quite the turndown service, yeah. And and I, I it could be caviar at my caviar foot rubs, you know, whatever. It's it's gonna have to be eloquent to say the least. The only turndown service I ever got was my wife saying, "No, not tonight." But I'm Ching. No. Oh. Um. But so we're gonna talk wrestling because uh, that's yeah. what we do's around here. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the talking wrestling. Um, we're going to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. It is. So make sure to head on over after the show. You can go down the doobly-doos and head on over to tatnusco.com. Check out the uh, shows on the network there. 
um, and then come back here for our next show Tuesday night. Um, as you might be able to tell from my voice, I don't know, battling another sinus infection. It's been a really fucking long year of sinus infection. So um, I may have to mute everyone's while to blow my nose out. or something. Yeah. But uh, before we get into talking <laughs> wrestling, though, I've decided I've got two packs left of this. And I've decided we're going to do them both tonight. Tupac? We're going to do Tupac tonight. Tupac. So. You got Tupac? I like Tupac. Let's go ahead and do pack number one now because I want to see what we got. And then my hope is I can find another set to start opening next week. Okay, starting off. This is a double of Damien Prito. The other one I think we got is a hollow. So we got, I think this is also a double of Lince Dorado. Lince Dorado. We have the first of our two Allen and Ginters is. Oh, very excellent. We lie, we cheat, we steal. I'm very happy about that one. Tito, that one's frameable right there. Our second Allen and Gintor is awesome. Is that a duplicate? No. We have two Allen and Gintors? Nope, that's our first uh, Miz. Miz. We got a lot of other Miz cards, so. I mean, he's only been there forever, so. We've got, this is the first one of these we've gotten, I think. This is our super, I'll have to check to be certain. A Superstar Speaks card featuring Booker T saying, can you dig it, sucker? Sucker! Well, at least he didn't say something else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hogan, <clears throat> we're coming for you. And a Dana Brooke. That one, actually, people will pay you to keep it's yes. crazy. And a pre-NXT Mandy Rose. Oh, back when Corey Graves acted like he was with her instead of with uh, yeah. Carmella. So, I do think that's the first Superstar Speaks card, but I want to check before I go to the next pack. I do not recall any other Superstar, superstar Speaks. I don't recall either, so... Hey, no. If you smell. Yep, there's the. Oh, that, that Lindsay Dorado was also a duplicate, also of a hollow. So. That's great. Those are super great hollows that we got. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep, that was the first Superstar Speaks we've gotten in all of the packs, so. Um, The Eddie Guerrero card in that alone was worth it, though. I did mean to ask you, was that your room number? No, it was not my room number. It was a cross for my room number. Were you a little bit jealous when you realized somebody else was in that room number? I was. I was. Uh, To explain, I sent sent the video um, as we were checking out of the hotel. The room across from me at this hotel was 619. And so the video was just me pointing at it and going, Booyaka, 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 booyaka. Um, I was in 616. Oh. Um, okay, on the second pack, first is a face we have not seen in a long time. Elias. But still with the company, 
as far as we know. Not uh, on air anymore, but I, I think Mace is still technically with the company. Yeah, yeah, he is. Our so hollow card. Not exactly super stoked about getting an Omos hollow card. It's one big ass hologram. Our Allen and Ginter card. Oh, and I throw one on the floor. I got to get it real quick. Foot damage. Yeah, that's okay. I'm not super worried about damaging the Charlotte Flair card. I am glad I did not drop. Oh, yeah, that's a good looking card right there. I would definitely frame that one. And the final two cards. Hey, not you have Diamond you have a set Co for T Bar and Mace. You can put them together mm -hmm. and see both of their careers crash. Yeah. And then the last card. I'll have to mail that Mail that off to, to Canada, bud. <laughs> that's about all the good that's worth. Well, that was fun. That was fun. The the um Allen and Ginter cards here, by the way. Yep. I saw that behind you. The Allen and Ginter cards are by far my favorite. Um <clears throat> I might look into getting a card sleeve thing, put it on the wall behind me. Just with the Allen Ginters. Uh, yeah, that would be sweet, brother. And specifically focusing on the classic Allen and Ginters. So the Macho Man, the Mr. Perfect, uh, the Eddie Guerrero, the, the Vader, Psycho so, Sid. So the, the dead people in Sid. The classic Kevin Nash. Oh, okay, there you go. The Classic Typhoon. Um, who else? Um, not Ultimate Warrior. Um, <laughs> he, I mean, it is a classic. It is indeed. Fucking hater. Maybe One, Two, Three Kid. Maybe The Rock. Well, Sean Waltman action, huh? Maybe DiBiase. Theodore? Yes. Good old Theodore. Theodore de, 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 Biasi. Theodore, de Biasi. Theodore of the Biasis. <laughs> de, de la Biasi. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to talking about current wrestling. Um, interesting week in wrestling. Uh, I'm going to actually start off this week because the news of the weekend... Um, I'm so excited if you're going where I think you're going. Um, were you thinking I was going with Tony Storm? No. No. no, no. The news of the weekend uh, that I saw was Tony Storm, who made $30,000 in her first day with her OnlyFans. $30,000. She made ten grand in her first hour alone. And my only question is... <sighs> How much of that was you? Me? <laughs> I mean, the subscription rate's twenty nine ninety five. So, so twenty nine ninety five if it was you. No, I didn't know she went out on my dance. Uh, 30, 
$30,000. Do we know things about what's on her OnlyFans? I don't know anything about what's on it. I'm just praising her for $30,000, right? If I thought if I thought I could even make a fraction of that on an OnlyFans, I would seriously be considering it. Um but good for her. I don't know how how the longevity of OnlyFans is going to be for for these professional wrestlers, but if you can get $30,000 and you know it's a subscription, so that's theoretically thirty thousand dollars a month now, coming in from that. Now, subscriptions are going to fall off depending on what she puts up and and all of that. But still, if you could make a third of that, ten thousand dollars a month with OnlyFans, you're going to live a nice life. Uh, so good on her. Yeah, yeah, and still not signed anywhere. <clears throat> yeah. Although I think her no compete might still be going, still be I. I think her no compete is weird, um, because she was just NXT, uh, but wasn't she called up though? That's what I think is weird because she was technically NXT, but but I mean, he, here's the deal is. You know, it was it was December when she when she left. So her no compete should be up here soon. If if it was a ninety day, you know. Yep. And and we talk about OnlyFans. I I want to point out she's good enough. To be main roster anywhere she goes, right? Um, yeah, December twenty ninth is when she left. But yeah, she was main roster, so ninety days. So, so let's see. If it was December twenty ninth, it'd be end of this month. So within the next few weeks, she'd be. We'll see. Ooh, she could show up on WrestleMania. So, um, numbers indicating she made at least $31,000 in just 24 hours. Um, based on the number of likes on her first post, which could only be liked by subscribers, as well as the cost of the subscription, which is only $20, and taking away the 20% money that OnlyFans keeps. So that's part of the, the equation there. This isn't $30,000 pre only fans stuff uh that is nuts that's bigger than i'd heard from any other professional wrestler so far her uh only fans bio is badass wrestler with the best ass fat ass aussie Let's see. Welcome to my page, everyone. 21,020 likes. Her most recent one, which was 11 hours ago, had 11,000, uh, excuse me, 
1,126 likes. According to Daily Mail, she does have adult content on there. Huh? Like I said, I mean, more power to her. Yeah. Like I said, if, if there was a movie jerking it on OnlyFans, I don't care. What? To jerking it on OnlyFans. I said it. I'm not going to walk that back. Whatever you got to do to make the bills, my buddy. Anyways, that's the first thing I wanted to talk about because I wanted to just make a joke about you subscribing to it. Um, well, you'll never know. Click. <laughs> Uh, ding. Charge. I'm in a relationship now. I can't do that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe uh, it was my father who once said, just because you're on a diet doesn't mean you can't look at the menu. I'm on a diet. You're just not allowed to order off the menu. Dude, even if I wasn't on a diet, I couldn't order off that menu. Agreed. She is way out of both of our leagues. Mostly because I can't make $30,000 a day. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's get on to actual professional yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Um, let's talk cr- business. So, so what? What do you think is the most talk about worthy subject from this week? Um, I would say that a certain AEW wrestler accepting a challenge that's been made for like a month and a half by a certain New Japan pro wrestler. Um, that that'd be a big one. There, I that have been be so. Ja- number one, I have loved the promos that Osprey has cut to try and get this match. And obviously, we knew this match was coming a while ago. Mm-hmm. You don't start cutting these promos and not have the match set up. Like, yeah, at least in tentative agreement. Yes. But. So, John Moxley, Will Ospreay, yeah. Object. Yeah. Also, um. I think I've developed. I, I think I've noticed the cliche pre WrestleMania. I think the car spot. The car spot. The attacking a person with a vehicle to a vehicle, about a vehicle. In some it, way, it shape, is, form. It is has a become, WrestleMania. Has become a, a, a WrestleMania. A couple weeks before WrestleMania, cliche. Yep three three years ago it was it was. Uh... Uh, Rhonda, Becky, Rhonda, Becky, and, and Charlotte, Charlotte attacking, each other. attacking each other, and and Rhonda breaking out the window in the cop car. Roman getting nearly hit mm-hmm. before, not just this week, but also this week. Thing thing is, I think it goes back even farther because wasn't it before WrestleMania when Braun Strowman flipped the the uh, ambulance with I think it was Roman in it. Could be. It's been a long Could time. Be. Um, you know, there's also, there's also things like, uh, the, uh, the, uh, I do this for the rock. 
I think that was right beforehand, before WrestleMania, when Rikishi hit Stone Cold. Uh, hitting people with cars, not cool. Trying to shish kebab them with forklift, less cool. I think Stone Cold's concrete in, in uh, Vince's uh, vet was between Res- Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Oh, nope. The, the ambulance was two weeks after WrestleMania. I had to look that up. So so if we if we put it from January 31st to April 30th, that three-month span that is WrestleMania season, mm-hmm. we'll say at, shortly after as well, I think there's a cliche that goes with cars there. And I don't know if it's every year. I don't remember one last year. Of course, COVID might have cut down on the cars. Um, Edge and Edge and Edge and uh, Randy were on top of a truck, a semi truck. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Car car values have probably made it a little bit too expensive for them to destroy too many cars over the last two years. That's that's legit. Except for you know, they just did it this week. So you know, he got that Saudi check. Well, there's also the forklift. It was a forklift, so it didn't damage the forklift, and they went straight through the windows. So all they had to do was replace the windows. Yeah, glass is cheap. Cars are expensive. I feel. I feel like. I feel like that's a cliche that was turned into glass is cheap, cars are expensive. It might be. It's true though. Anyway. So, yeah, I just, I thought that that was, it seemed a little cliche. I didn't dislike the segment. It just felt like something we'd seen before. um, (coughs) Over and over and over and over right around WrestleMania time. So, I mean, I I have to admit, I am a little bit jacked. I'd like to see the Brock versus Roman match. What is this, Brock versus Roman 27, something like that. Um, I have to assume this is going to be a pretty good match. Um, but then again, you know, it, the bigger they build some of this stuff up, the harder it falls. You know, you think about the Batista, uh, Batista versus, uh, Triple H both times that it's happened has been kind of, eh. Give me uh, what I want. <laughs> that was we actually want the better of the two when Batista won We the want titles. a good match between you two. That's what we want. <laughs> That one was, because it was no holds barred, that one was a little bit better than the first one. The first one was a real legitimate match, and it it, it, uh, is for the title. It was okay. Um, I would say Orton winning the title is more enjoyable. But But we can't, we don't talk about Bruno because he's Chris Benoit. We don't talk about Benoit. Oh my gosh. What a great parody song we should do. No, no. We don't talk about Ben. Um, <laughs> wow. No, now I'm going to break that song, damn it. Um, <laughs> or me. Maybe that'll be my uh, my next shirt design. I'm going to have to hop on that trend fast, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Our listeners may very well jump all over that trend. But, yeah, no, I. I don't know. There's a I, whole recovering of Encanto that bands are doing and everything. Yeah. It's a phenomenal movie. It really is. Um, anyways, 
Uh, no, yeah, there's a ton of those cliches going into WrestleMania season always, you know. Uh, but I am truly, legitimately jacked for Will Ospreay versus Moxley. The, Talk about the, two different styles. Yeah. The opponents t- have forced to tag team against, with each other uh, before their match at WrestleMania. Cliche, that happens every year. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be fighting against each other in a few weeks, but let's see how they work out let's as put teammates. Brock and Roman versus the Usos. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <coughs> yeah, that's not going to work out, is it? Yeah, I, don't, I don't even like that idea. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm, ex- I'm excited for Mox versus Osprey. I'm definitely excited for that. I'm excited for, the, in a correlation... Uh, the news broke yesterday, or earlier today, maybe, uh, depending on where you land in the world, I guess, um, that uh, AEW has reached a partnership agreement with DDT Wrestling out of Japan, where DDT wrestlers will now be able to appear on AEW and vice versa. Um we had a little fun with that conversation today. Um, JLB knew nothing about DDT. I was unfamiliar with DDT, but I was actually looking it up when JMB did his normal, mm-hmm. hey, what's DDT? Yes. To which I responded with a let me Google that for you link. Um, and then showed him, rather than actually have the let me Google that for you with the link directly to it. No, it says Google what I had already Googled and got out of to read the message. Yep. I was very infuriated because I also was unfamiliar with DDT. I didn't realize they were the parent company of two more commonly known companies, though. Yeah, they are a crazy good company. A lot of fun stuff um, comes out of there. Now, they they are a... Uh, I hope that doesn't hurt any uh, budding partnerships with, the, with New Japan. Uh, Old Japan is obviously um, anti-partnering with anybody. Mm-hmm. But New Japan does have a tendency to get a bit, little bit fickle about their own territory. And if they feel like partnering with DDT is stepping on their toes, that could be dangerous. Yeah. Um, and so, the, I mean, there's a, a lot of ears to deals. If you're an American wrestling fan, you probably don't know a lot of the current DDT wrestlers, right? For the most part, the current wrestler roster in DDT are are um Japanese wrestlers that aren't super familiar in in America, right? Um yeah. Let's talk about some that have come yeah. out of there. Yet is the important thing because if we go to uh their their previous roster or alumni uh, alumni, right? You've got the likes of uh Dick Togo, El Generico, um, God, it's it's sad to see him have re, having retired. Yeah, it's it's. I so mean, I'm sad. glad he does the orphanage work that he does in his home country of Mexico. Uh, but Jiro, who's on NXT right now, is in DDT. Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi. Oh, who are those you know, two guys? Only two of the best wrestlers um, in the world. Michael Naka 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 Nakazawa. Naka. Uh, at least he's not the other guy. Yep. Sammy Callahan. Taka Michinoku. 
And I just accidentally closed out of it because there we go. Um, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Asuka wrestled in Tokyo Joshi, um, which is a subset of DDT. Sub- subsidiary of DDT. <clears throat> um, so a ton, of, a ton of wrestlers. And I could just keep going through and finding finding more, I'm sure, because it lists them in, with their, their non-Western names, usually. Um, and so I'm sure there are others that were in that. But it's just, it's just crazy. And just the fact that those wrestlers are going to start being able to flow back and forth um, is a big deal. It really is. It opens up a lot more of of American and DDT is is the more American influenced wrestling product in Japan. It yeah. it does more of the character hard hitting. It's it's less technical. Um, it, as, it also as you review it. Yeah. It also uh, the big thing that people give Tokyo uh, specifically Joshi. DDT and Tokyo Joshi Pro crap for um the fact that they have both at times leaned heavily into the comedy aspect yeah. uh ddt wrestling is the the uh arena where kenny omega wrestled a nine-year-old girl um it's also, also where he wrestled the mop wrestled a mop and wrestled a blow-up doll in fact a blow-up doll has it's been still a, on repeated, the roster. a repeated champion at tokyo uh, at uh ddt wrestling um uh, Still to this day, uh, and so um, and the blow up doll's name is not vacant. No, it is not vacant. I'm trying to look up the name because I we had it on earlier. I forget. Yeah. We don't talk about Ben Wall. That one might be a little insensitive to have as a shirt, maybe. Have we let insensitivity get in the way of? Well, I mean, it's WrestleMania season. You got to have a little bit of cooth and sensitivity right now. I mean, Lord knows WWE won't. Cooth. Cooth. I have zero cooth. Did you need to buy some? It's like Target. They they sell Kooth at Target? Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's back by the underwear. Mm-hmm. Does it come in a single pack or is it a multi-pack of Kooth? Um, yeah, I think it's a three-pack of, of Kooths. It, it, it's a tree trial pack of Kooths? <laughs> tree Kooths? Trio Kooth? Uh but so they, they've done those. They also have one of the championships in DDT. Um, is, it's effectively the 24-7 championship done right. In the fact that it is legitimately defended all over the place. When was the last time we saw the 24-7 championship in WWE? Not on television. On, off television, right? Or it even be, on... It would be a Saudi, Saudi Arabia airplane. Yeah, exactly. A full year ago. Uh uh, this one, you know, has been defended in an apartment complex where it went from room to room in the apartment complex. Um, it was defended in a supermarket uh, and a hospital. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff that has come out of the DDT uh, championships. Um, 
And I had the list earlier. Ooh, you found a list? Uh, at one point. Let's see. Mm -hmm. I'll do this one. The Hitchhiker's Guide to DDT Pro Wrestling. <clears throat> it's from a few years ago, so there's probably been stuff that has happened since. Um, oh, you know it starts off good when the top one is a, a guy in an inflatable panda suit about to uh, pin someone. Andrezed Giant Panda. Um, they got multiple stables. Um, Jesus, that's a lot of championships. They've got a Princess Trios championship. They've got a Princess Tag Team championship. they got a Princess Champion. They've got uh, the variety of DDT championships. So the KOD Openweight Championship, which is their top belt. The KOD Tag Team Championship. The DDT Extreme Championship. The title defenses of this always include a special stipulation, such as a ladder or two out of three falls, or often wilder concepts, such as the watermelon split match. The KOD Six-Man Tag Championship. The DDT Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship. Um, this is uh, changes almost every show. It's a famous belt that operates under the same rules as the 24-7 Championship. Uh, has close to 1,500 separate reigns. And this was three years ago when this was lit. Uh, including a ladder, the chair, and the belt itself has been the champion. I'm not sure how that works. I'm going to have to look that match up. Uh, the KOD 10-man tag team championship and the 0-40 championship established. Then the rules of the belt are simple. You must be over 40 to years old to challenge. So the over 40. Ah, that's what it stands for. Oh, 40. Um, so, yeah. Crazy stuff there. I got, I'm going to have to figure out how that belt won the championship. Mm -hmm. uh, 10 reasons to join the weird fun of the DDT universe. This is from 2017, so... This is before AEW. Kenny Omega's number one. Kota Ibushi's number two. El Generico. Harashima. The Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship. Let's see. Uh, prior championships were uh, include, but not limited to, a bus, Rey Mysterio Jr., a ladder, a monkey, X-Pac, <coughs> the belt itself, stand-up comedian Ron Funches, and the inflatable doll named Yushiko, who is a reoccurring inflatable doll that wrestles great matches. She's, he, I guess, has even died and come back from the dead on multiple occasions. It's impressive. Falls often count literally anywhere. They had a campsite wrestling series, which several wrestlers fight their way through a wooded campground. Uh, they have several videos in street wrestling where you can watch DDT wrestlers take on each other in bookstores or amusement parks or at the beach. 
Anyways, that's, that was the big news. And it, it came, this wasn't like a leak or anything like that. It came by a pre-recorded announcement by AEW Talent Relations VP, Christopher Daniels, recorded for the latest DDT Pro show. So this is an official announcement by them. Hey, we also had an official announcement that Christopher Daniels has found a career that he's actually good at. JLB's not here. No, he's not. He would come in to defend. I like Christopher Daniels, but I get it. And for everyone. He's 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 good. He's not what people give him credit for. Um it's uh it's you for people who are Ultimate Warrior fans. Ultimate Warrior wasn't as bad as Smarks makes him out to be. As a person, he might have been. But as a wrestler, he was not as bad as Smarks makes him out to be. Ultimate Warrior um, had less moves than Hogan. Moving forward, Ultimate Warrior <laughs> is in the same, not the same category. No, no, not the same category. It, it, it it's Christopher Daniels on steroids. Uh, 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 whoops. <laughs> on from that. Um, but here's the other thing that I like about this uh, DDT announcement. Now, a lot of people criticize AEW for having a bloated roster. Um criticism that I've countered before because I point out still smaller than WWE's WWE's total roster is almost twice that of AEW's right after firing after firing a bunch of people it still is a lot larger half of them Um, and that being said that is including NXT UK which a lot of people don't watch the 205 live roster which is now non-existence but it's still technically there Um, uh, so on and so forth right uh, WWE does have more televised shows than AEW, especially if you consider main event, which still has matches that didn't air on the other shows. You know, they're not matches anyone usually cares to see, but they're there. Yeah, you, you you're acting like you might have a child who is not sleeping. Uh, I might have a girlfriend that just showed up. Oh, oh well, tell her, tell her, sit and wait. <laughs> Get something more important going on. I'm just going to text her real quick in case she, but I turned off my camera in case she comes down here because, you know, God only knows she'll come down. And... <laughs> I'm just checking. Wishful thinking. But. The big thing that I point out with this is this gives AEW an outlet, another outlet for that bloated roster that people say. Somebody flushed a toilet in my house. I don't know who, but somebody flushed a toilet in my house. But, you know, if you're you're one of the wrestlers on AEW's roster that people are saying, oh, it's never being used. They're just being used on AEW Dark or whatever. This DDT partnership is perfect for that. You know? If Marco Stunt gets re-signed, which it's looking like he won't be, but whatever. If he does, 
setting him over to wrestle in DDT for a bit is a great way to use him, right? Uh, Joey Janela is not going to resign, but Joey Janela over in DDT would be a great way to use him. You know, and so this is a great way for AEW to potentially use that air quotes bloated roster. Yeah. Um, and that makes me excited. That's all. Well, it's also another way to get exposure for ROH, too. Mm hmm. Yep. Which brings us to the next thing that bloated roster and the relaunching of ROH is a perfect opportunity for that bloated roster to show off. Well, I mean, it gives us a place to put guys like Jay Lethal. Somewhere where I won't fucking watch it. Who's the hater now? I, I, yeah, we're talking about two people I'm hating on tonight. That's rough. Whoops. I didn't bring up Jay Lethal. You brought up Jay Lethal. I, I won't disagree. I'm not a big fan. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Okay, well, let's move on to something that you could be a big fan of. AEW Dynamite last week. Steel Cage match. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. There's only one thing I don't like about this. Match was great. Glad Thunder Rosa has the title. I don't like only changing the title. Like, like do it in the pay-per-view. She deserved the pay-per-view win. This was her hometown. I understand. They gave it to her in her hometown. To, to if if you were to ask Thunder Rosa, she probably would say this had bigger impact than. You can talk. <laughs> I'm listening. I hear you listening. Yes. <laughs> Go on. But it, I think this to Thunder Rosa was probably the bigger bigger moment. Um. My only, only problem with it comes down to this. You've now established the last two times a belt has changed designs in the women's division, or size at least. <clears throat> it's been immediately lost in the following time. That telegraphs things. Now, don't get me wrong, I love the new design for the belt. I just wish they would have given Britt Baker a few more successful defenses after the new belt before changing. That's it. But the rest of the show was great. Um, the stuff with Wheeler Yuta, uh, you know, after the John Moxley and Brian Danielson versus Best Friends match, um, that was some really fun stuff. Wheeler Yuta taking the regal slap to the face and not backing down. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, as a whole, the show was fantastic. I just, like I said, I feel like I understand giving her the title win at her hometown. I also understand that there has to be a value to a pay per view. And when the title doesn't change hands, no titles change hands at a pay per view, which is something we talked about at the pay per view. I get it, but at we the same point... We kind of feel shorted. Like, like I, we're I, the ones I, who are paying for it. I, I get it, but I'm going to uh, sit back and call us out ourselves because we also have previously on this very show talked about the importance of titles sometimes changing hands on I agree. TV. 
I agree. Um, I'm not going to say that, that they should. And and th- this was, the, I mean, when was the last time the main title for either the men or the women on AEW changed hands on free TV? Um, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's, that's all of them. Yep. That's, t- tis that's my a point. long list. Tis my point. Tis my point at all. This no, this helps I, establish that the title think, can change hands. I think the time. value again, the value that we're missing that we had in the in the um, attitude slash ruthless aggression era of WWE, i.e., the uh, ending days of WCW. I think the value we're missing right now, as a whole, is. Um, more frequency to the title change. And unfortunately, because they left it on Jericho for so long, because they left it on, on, uh, uh, not Nyla, who was the first women's champion. I can't Rio. remember her name. Riho. On Riho for so long. And then Nyla and then Britt and all the different people they've left it on for a long time. And, and it, I guess I didn't even, uh, do, uh, the other, Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. Thank you. Man, I'm having a tour. I feel like I took JLB's brain spot tonight. That's what I feel like. Anyway. But. Mox was, had it for a long time. You know, yeah. Omega had it for a long time. Everybody who's had it had, had it for a long time, so I don't feel like they feel like they can just start cycling through them faster. I also think that that was the heyday of professional wrestling. Um. Because like, that was the heyday of professional wrestling, I've I'm not seen value of that. I'm just saying, from from a standpoint of our our criticisms, we can't have it both ways and criticize them for it not changing on free TV, and then criticize them for it changing for one time on free TV. No, it's just something needed to change hands. I I feel that way when you have four pay per views a year, and that's all you have is four pay per views a year. Something needs to change in every pay per view. Um, you know, I, my thoughts are this, if something always changes at every pay-per-view, then that can be predict as predictable as things not changing. So this is where they've had to, to establish that things don't necessarily always change at each pay-per-view. Um, we, we've got to have it go both ways. Um, yes, could they maybe have titles uh, move more often? I agree. They could have the titles move more often. But along the same lines, um, I will point out that this last pay-per-view, we did have a title change. It was the TNT title. Um, Oh, that's right. You're right. So, we did have something change. Um, Well, and and I I will give this to the pay-per-view. There were stories told that are continuing today. So it it started the Wardlow MJF feud, ended the CM Punk MJF feud Mm -hmm. all on the same night. So for that reason, it's a plus. It opened up the Hardy Boys. Not that night, later on, but it opened up the Hardy Boys. It continued feuds and started new feuds and ended other feuds. Yes, so it did it, everything it, it, a pay per view is supposed to do. Purposes, but I don't know. Again, um, 
What would have been gained with Adam Cole winning over Adam Page at that point? Nothing. Nothing. No, no. Right. Adam Cole needs to win over Adam Page. Adam Cole eventually, I, but, he, but he also needs I feel to like win. If you want to start moving that title in the men's division, if you want to test the idea of moving it around, Adam Page should be the first two time champion. Yeah. But. Or Moxley. The, one of those two could do it. But my point is for Adam Cole to win, because he's a heel. The thing that needs to happen is shenanigans. Um, and sure. they couldn't have the shenanigans at that one. Shenanigans take time to set up. So this is going to be Adam Adam Cole will win it from Adam Page at some point due to shenanigans. Now that he found out he can't beat him by himself, he's going to turn to shenanigans. Um, sure. But they're setting up other things, you know. Which side of the game is the Young Bucks going to be on? Are they going to... Eventually try to side with Hangman Page. They specifically said they didn't want to be a part of the feud against him. You know? Um, so that's going to be part of the storyline going forward. Um, Britt Baker had a match against someone who was not Thunder Rosa at the pay-per-view. Um, you could argue that they should have made it Thunder Rosa. But Thunder Rosa was in the middle of some other stuff going up to the pay-per-view. And they set up a different match for Britt Baker at the pay-per-view. Uh, and you cannot argue that Britt Baker should have lost that match. Thunder Rosa was the right person to take it off Britt Baker, in my opinion, uh, right now. Yeah, um, I would agree. It may have been too long. We talked about that at the at the review, that they m- almost missed their chance with Thunder Rosa. Um, but since, since they didn't set up that match for at the pay-per-view, they couldn't change that one at the pay-per-view. Um Tag team belts could change, but the the Jurassic Express recently won it, and so yeah, I understand uh, on television. Yep. So yeah, um, there's not a women's tag yet. Jade Cargill is is new enough at the TBS Championship. She's gonna go to thirty and zero. Yeah, you you got you got to give her. So I mean, there really wasn't a good good storyline reason for a, a title change at the pay per view. Um. Have, having Thunder Rosa beat, I, I've already seen people arguing that this was burying Britt Baker, and I just fuck it. I, I, I'm I'm gonna look no, right at the camera and say this: wrestling fans, we need to stop confusing losing a match with being buried. No. They are not the same thing. She's won so many matches. Mm-hmm. Being buried is not losing one match. Um, being buried is not losing multiple matches. Being buried is a combination of losing matches and being moved down the card to the point that you're not relevant anymore. That's what being buried is. It's literally meaning you're being buried on the card so that you're not being showcased anymore. Well, Britt Baker was still in the main event how many of matches, the show. How many matches did Darby Allen lose? To Cody Rhodes, did he get buried by Cody Rhodes? Oh, no, wrestling fans said they were. Yeah, yeah. He he actually had a tie on the other one. Yeah, but wrestling so. fans, you know, and that's why I wanted to look directly at the camera and tell this. Wrestling fans need to stop confusing losing a match with being buried because being buried is not about a one-time occurrence. It's not even about a multiple-time occurrence. It's about what what literally happens to your position on the card. 
You get buried to the point that you don't get seen. Now, you could argue that Marco Stunt got buried. And you have have reason to... to Marco Stunt got buried by not having matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, a form of burial. <clears throat> you could argue that Joey Janela, who went from two years ago having high-profile matches with uh, Moxley, Moxley. Yep. Um, and, and a storyline with Sonny Kiss... To working AEW Dark and, and uh, being about to be not with the company that he got buried. That's a legitimate argument. Um, but Brett Baker losing her title in a single match on the main event of a show is not a burial. No, that's an elevation of another athlete mm-hmm. and opens the door for Britt Baker was such a dominant champion. That again, we can start accelerating the title movement, and I well, think that's a big move if they do it. If they don't, there's still something to be said for the storytelling over longer periods of time, even more than that. It simply comes down to this um, champions eventually have to lose, rematches happen. That's the way wrestling is designed from day one, yep. right to have eventual rematches. Um, and so, you know, Thunder Rosa could lose it back to Britt Baker in a month. Yep. Or a week. Britt Baker could say or she wants her next on, on this. Could you know, lose it in a in a pro versus pro or, or uh, face versus face Hikaru Shida match. Mm-hmm. Or could lose it to Layla ways. Hirsch. Instantaneously elevating Layla Hirsch. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways that, that this could Which still play out. I mean, she just came out of a feud with Serena Deeb, right? A little bit. Um, Sheeta is still in in a feud with Serena Deeb, um, but that's the deal. So she's going to be coming out of it soon. Um, and both of those two, one's a former champion, the other one's by by all um, accounts a potential champion. Um, you know, Jade Cargill's obviously future women's champion material. Um, there's just there's enough there to. I I think that this is a, a point of transition for for AEW where they could start accelerating the title movement. Doesn't mean they have to. Just means they could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been calling for that for a year for both WWE and for AEW. I just um, think it's important for us to understand that losing a title does not, in the end, I've said this before, it's important for wrestling fans to remember the title is just a prop. No. It, it is just needs a to prop. Mean something. needs to mean something. Yeah, you can have it mean something, but it's still just a prop. The story, that's because it's just fake, but still. Yeah, that's my point is the, the belt itself is only as important as the storylines behind it. Yes, period. Right. It is. It is literally just a prop. The having the belt does not actually mean you're the best at anything. It means that your storyline booked to win it to tell a story. Period. Right. So the person who's the champion is not actually a better wrestler than any of the other people. Right. Britt Baker is great at what she does. She was an excellent champion. Right. She did her job well. Her not having the belt does not take away any of her capabilities in the ring or on the mic, right? 
Nope. It does not do anything. Her, she can still tell the exact same story now without the belt of her going to get the belt back. The belt is just a prop. It's an important prop. It, it tells the story. But there's a reason that there are wrestlers who went their entire career without the belt, or at least without the chase for the belt being the central part of their story. Well, because the belt is just a prop to help him tell a story. And if the story doesn't require the belt, then you don't need the belt. Yeah. Right? And so they can t- still tell a story with Britt Baker that does not necessarily revolve around the belt. Cactus Jack. They, they can put her back in to go after the belt. They very well might. I'm not saying they won't. But they 100% can tell the story without the belt if they want to. Correct. Because all it is is a prop. It is not an actual championship, right? Wrestling fans like to put all of their stuff on on the person who has the belt, saying that that means they're the best. Um, But good wrestlers understand that the belt actually doesn't mean you're the best. The belt being put on you can mean that the company thinks you are the best person to have the belt at that time for storyline reasons, right? Um, If Adam Cole wins the belt or doesn't win the belt, it's because Tony Khan and the rest of the people involved in booking have decided that he is either the best person to have the belt at that time or not the best person for whatever story. Or the best person for somebody else to take the belt off of. Mm -hmm. All plays into it, right? Here's the deal. The, the, The human brain... If you watch AEW, just as AEW is, it is a perfectly viable option to have Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, all the former champions, as uh, well, and then adding in Brian Danielson there, mm-hmm. as well as CM Punk, um, Word MJF, which in uh, implies Wordlow. As a potential title holder, um, you know, there's so many different names there that could very easily be a champion. And most people would think that MJF versus Hangman Page is the AEW not, not known for wrestling other places championship setup. MJF is not really known for his time in Major League Wrestling. Um, Adam Page is not really known for his New Japan Pro time. Um, It is the chance for them to have homegrown versus homegrown, a really good heel-face feud. Um, And then it opens the door for a guy like Wardlow to get into that picture or or some other up-and-comer to get in that picture. Um, you know, Cody to come back, whatever it may be. By the way, that's other news for the week, huh? Mm-hmm. Now um, it's been inked for fourteen for ten to fourteen days, is yeah. what they said when they released. That's it. what they but, said. Well, and you know, again, it's still nothing's official, right? Was was it's, the news so big? Was the was Wednesday night so big that WWE had to have it leaked? Is the question I was going to ask. Because I really feel like that's they're frequently leaking 
those types of informations come out right after AEW has a really, really good week. Well, it's it's a it's typical. Um, do Do you remember there used to be a show called The Pickup Artist, right? Yeah, peacocking. I remember that. Um, well, it's, it's peacocking and it's negging is what it is. It's it's point out the negative things about something, and this all comes down to yes, I I don't think Wednesday night was that big. I think um, I think it leaked because every Wednesday night is that big to WWE. Yeah. Um, whoa, not, whoa, whoa, whoa! Quit talking about that for this week. Talk yeah. About, talk about Cody. yeah. Oh, oh, Thunder Rosa won. Um, well, uh, Cody's coming to us. Um. <laughs> So, um, wrestling observer, wrestling observer. I, I do think probably now. more than Thunder Rosa, more than any other thing on Wednesday night, if anything prompted WWE to leak this faster than they meant to, <clears throat> or sooner than they meant to, I should say, it was the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society uh, segment. Um, <laughs> you guys Chris don't Jericho, appreciate Chris Jericho, yeah, where, where he announced that uh, he is a sports entertainer. <laughs> he literally name dropped uh Kevin Owens on it. Um he said my former best friend gave me a call about these two guys who were about to be released from NXT or uh from whatever and I need that. Um he announced how Chris uh Jake Hager had his back the whole time. Uh so he gave him the name the hand of the king. Uh Gave nicknames to Daniel Garcia, saying he's the mask of the Red Death. And then announced that uh, 2.0 was no longer going to go under 2.0 because that was a stupid name from Bad Creative. Um, which is a big dig at NXT 2.0. And said they're going to go by their real names. Uh, and then made up some obviously not real um, names. And I got to get the exact ones on it because it was... Matt Maynard and Angelo Parker, but it was like cool hand Matt Maynard and and uh which obviously the adju- the adverbs that, that or adjectives that describe their names are part of their it's on their birth certificate. Uh yeah, I just I just loved the idea of I am going to give uh I mean, we're gonna use your real names and then uh give the different names. Too cool Scorpio. Da- Daddy Magic, Matt Maynard. Yes. And Cool Hand Ang Angelo Parker. Uh which I thought was funny. But And it may if, have been. If anything triggered WWE to be like, oh, we gotta get back at them, I think that was probably it. Um, uh, so they said, one of your founders is coming here. Yeah, hey, uh, uh, go ahead and leak the Cody Rhodes signing. Um, now, now I'm, I'm telling you this right now because I know JLB is not going to actually listen to this podcast. Um, I am going to spend time tomorrow night going back over the last month and a half of podcasts and editing every time that he said, it's a work. It's a work. But and that, that depends on your definition of work. I mean, is he going to be there for two years and come back and be like, I'm finally home? Is that, uh, will he qualify that as a work later? I pressed him on that and I said, at what point will you agree it's not a work? 
if he shows up on WWE TV, uh, is is it still a work? And he said that if he shows up in WWE, he's going to admit it's not a work. So, well, I am going work. to. Well, now, I mean, we we don't we haven't seen him yet. It ha- we we don't know for certain. But I'm telling you this: I am going to take my time to edit all of those into a little video, just so I have it ready. For the first episode afterwards, after WrestleMania or after the Monday after WrestleMania, <clears throat> there's conflicting reports about what's going to happen. Either he's going to come out at WrestleMania and be Seth Rollins' uh, opponent, or he's going to show up at the Raw following WrestleMania. But or, either way, or it's I'm going to be ready. <laughs> or it's and he's going to ROH. Uh, but Ring of Honor is the other thing I was going to mention as a place for this overstuffed roster that people say. You've now got an entire another promotion that you can shuffle some of those people off to. Um, in and out. Let them, let them flow. So. Let it flow. Um, let it flow. We also on AEW had Scorpio Sky versus Wardlow. Uh, which, you know, raise your hands if you thought this was going to have a clean finish. <laughs> Hi. No? No, 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 I, no I, one I raising didn't... their hands? No. No, because, I mean, here's the deal. That MJF Wardlow feud is still going on. <clears throat> and sure enough, MJF cost him the match. Yeah. Which, good. Yeah. Give Scorpio a little bit longer of a run. Uh, let Wardlow and MJF breathe and, and have their feud. And everything. Hardy's versus Private Party. Some people are probably really happy about the Hardys being back together. I'm lukewarm on it. Maybe they'll win me over. But I mean, I'm, I'm I guess I'm excited, but we see we see cooler stuff than than Jeff does on. Mm-hmm. Every Dante Martin match. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the the thing. The thing that Matt Hardy did really well in the last couple of years is he modified his style because he understands his body can't take what he used to do as much. Jeff Hardy has not done that yet. Maybe he's about to. If he does, I will apologize. If he does, he does. If he does, he does. Uh. On Rampage, we had Darby Allen versus The Butcher. I didn't really get to see it like fully because, again, I was driving to Kansas City when it happened and everything. Uh, Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet that did feature the re-debut of Chris Statlander um, showing up to help Red Velvet get the win with Chris Statlander in a new outfit that's not as colorful, all black. Are we, getting, are, are, are we going to see a darker side to Chris Statlander now, maybe? I don't know. She's still an alien. She is still an alien, but is she now a dark alien? Is she an evil alien? Ooh. Bear Country and Fe- Fuego versus House of Black. There. Now, you know, should be a lot of fun. I mean, House of Black probably had a lot of fun throwing uh, Fuego around. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Then Max Caster versus Keith Lee. Which, 
obviously was about building Keith Lee, but it was actually more about building the feud with Powerhouse Hobbs, and I'm kind of jacked mm-hmm. about that. Oh yeah, Keith Lee versus Hobbs is that's a that's a good way to say to to use your new big guy that you can't just that it would be inappropriate to throw straight into the title feud. Yeah. I said it last week. I said it. Before. I'll say it again. Big men slapping meat. It's what this is all about. But um, I'm not bad. I don't know if you know how that sounds. I know exactly how it sounds. Okay. I just I just want to make sure that you don't you don't think like that's a new podcast name. Nope. Nope. Okay. It might be a shirt though. Big men slapping Big meat. Men slapping I know how that sounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can throw both parts of that in. <laughs> yes, I know how that sounds. Oh my gosh. If you make that a shirt, I will probably buy that one. I, I'll be honest with you. My, my wife made fun of me on the trip. I'll tell you this much. Because... Uh, on on Friday, Friday's casual Friday at, at uh, work. So, okay. um, so I what, wore a shirt. Did you wear? I wore a shirt that said uh, "Those who can't wrestle podcast." Um, it's almost like I know somebody who has one of those. Yeah, and and then uh, she's like, "Well, what did you pack for your Saturday shirt and your Sunday shirt?" And I said, "Guess." Um, like you're. Sasha Bear amongst Sasha them. Bear shirt and your your Ron Order WBU with the QR code shirt. And it's a ding 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 on the nose. So we don't talk about Ben. Oh, oh, no. oh, what's the photo? You tell. It's someone getting a little savage. I'm gonna have to go look. So, the tweet asks the question: uh, You wake up and you're Vince McMahon for one day. What's the first thing you're gonna do? And the person's answer. That's uh Yeah. That's disgusting. It is disgusting. But the sad thing is. But if I if I wake up and I'm anybody else in professional wrestling, well, but what I was gonna say, the sad thing is, is it it just feels plausible. Like we we know it's probably not. But yeah, I'm not gonna be that guy who says that. In fact, I think we just need to but drop the, that. The storylines they've told with them feels plausible. I'm, I'm... We're not going to talk about anything about how that would feel. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling. We know for a fact that Vince Man, Vince McMahon, once pitched a storyline where that was going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. This might be the wrestling booking unit, but we don't do those crimes. It's not that format anymore, bud. I don't care. I'm, I'm still saying. It's a savage take, but it it's not so that you far choose off the things. word savage. Mm-hmm. Was a good picture though. 
Oh, absolutely. It was a good picture. Anyway, um, I mean, that being said, I'm, I might suggest that we we wrap this one up a little earlier than normal because I got some uh, sleeping to catch up on. You got some sleeping to kep- catch up on and, you know, and, well, and the, may, I may, mean, maybe a little little something else, too. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, say no more. Say no more. Just saying. Probably, probably. I'm, I'm old. I'm still 41, man. Like, any way you look at it. Just a young punk. (laughs) I remember the halcyon days of 41. But, anyways, on that note, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Yeah, I don't don't have a problem going a little early. Not not a lot to complain about this close to the biggest time of year. It was a big one. Um, We're still still working out details with uh, Tatnus about coming on after WrestleMania. Um. And so uh, here's hoping that happens. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Thank you all for listening. If you joined us for the live stream, thank you. If you didn't and you're just listening to us later or watching the replay, once again, thank you. But please try to join us for the live stream sometime. You can chat along with us. We can uh, have a ball. We might even uh, feature one of your one of your comments on the show. If so. you do it, do it via Twitch too. That's that's yeah. uh that's the place to like. like that's share, the place subscribe. to go. Like, share, and subscribe with us on Twitch because that's where all of our stuff is going to be. I mean, we're still going to do it on the other ones for the time being, but we're going to do some Twitch exclusive ones as well. So well, make sure we're to head on. Eventually, going to transition to anything live on Twitch. The, mm-hmm. the, but um, you'll have to watch after. Yeah. That. You can also follow us on the social medias. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. Like you see right, right down there. there. Yeah. Or WBU. That's on uh, Twitter and on Twitch and on Instagram and on TikTok or wherever you go. Um, except on you on uh, Facebook where it's at Pissant Podcast. So and you can follow DA Fabe at no, he's DA Vincent K Fabe. <laughs> at this blank spot right over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or DA Vincent K Fabe. Uh, and you can follow me at that. Wait, no, that, no, that, no, oh shit! How about the that? hat? That. See, On I can Facebook. always point to that because I know where that is. Yep. But. Yep. Uh, but otherwise, we're gonna go ahead and and close the book on the wrestling booking unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Boop boop.